0: The following paid program on this station is pre recorded. This is Brian Evans from Madrona Financial, and I'm here to tell you that issues with your estate could be a major headache but can be easily avoided. Call us for a retirement readiness review at 844 Madrona, and we'll discuss your current estate plan. The last thing that you want is your estate to go to the government, a trustee, or to people you don't even know. What about the stress of being executor when you don't know what was desired or where assets are? And in the end, there may not be a whole lot. Left over, and there's a good chance that it will cause bad blood among your family. What would happen to your assets if your spouse remarries after you pass? What about your kids, their spouses, and your grandkids? You've earned it, saved it, and now it's time to protect it. And we'll make it easy to give you the guidance you need. Call Madrona Financial today for a free retirement readiness and estate plan review. Our number is 844 Madrona, that's 844 MADRONA, or visit us online at Madrona Financial.
1: That's MadronaFinancial.com. Welcome to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans and Jeff Shea, a show that simplifies the complexities of investments, taxes, retirement, and more so you can discover how to better sustain yourself and your wealth for years to come. Brian is a CPA with 30 years experience and a financial advisor, which brings a unique perspective to the financial world. This show is brought to you by Madrona Financial and CPAs, home of the Rooted Wealth Plan. Want a retirement plan designed to last 30 plus years? Go to MadronaFinancial.com and click Get Started to see what the Rooted Wealth Plan can do for you. And now, here are your hosts, Brian Evans and Jeff Shade.
2: Thank you so much. Welcome to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, the radio show that gives you the straight talk and honest answers you need to help you reach your wealth management and retirement goals through smart investing and careful planning. My name is Jeff Shade, and as always, I'm just here to ask the questions. But of course, the words of wisdom and solid advice come from Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial and CPAs. Brian, how are you doing this fine day?
0: I'm doing fine. Thanks, Jeff.
2: Always glad to hear that. And certainly, as I say every week, I hope our listeners are doing well today, too. We really appreciate you joining us. Is here on the radio program every week and we always love to hear from you. But as I also say every week, Brian, I know a lot of people can't listen to the entire radio program. So if you're going along, you hear something that's interesting but you got to get out of the car for some reason. You've got to leave your radio wherever you're listening. Don't worry. We are a podcast. Simply go to wherever you get your podcast and search Brian Evans Growing Your Wealth and we have way north of 300 shows right there including this one and a lot more as well. So I'm sure that you'll find a show that applies to you. On today's show, Brian, we're going to talk about the purpose of money. We'll take a deep dive into that in the second part of our program. But I want to kick it off today with really something that was inspired, this topic, by a listener question, and we're going to be talking about 401ks and about the TSP, which is a thrift savings plan. But first off, let's talk about the difference between the different types of retirement investment plans, because I know there's a 401k, there's a 403b, there's a 457, if you would break it down for us.
0: Yeah, and I appreciate the listener question, because basically called in and said, well, you keep talking about 401k plans, but, you know, we're for the, the Navy and, and uh, yeah, I have a, a TSP. Uh, can you talk about that? And it occurred to me yeah thanks. I kind of gloss over that I guess yeah but uh, when it comes to retirement accounts, there's all different kinds and the numbers of course are just IRS code sections. 401k allows for employers to have these pension plans and have them deductible off your taxes and so forth or 457 or 403b you know for nonprofits or, or TSP. For whatever reason, Congress decided that we need all these different code sections, depending on where you work, and they're all going to be slightly different than one another. But for the most part, when we're talking about, when I am talking about a 401k, probably 90 plus percent of what I'm saying applies to a 403b, applies to a 457, Mm -hmm. applies to a thrift savings plan. So they, they have the skeleton of all of these are the same. Then there's some various nuances that are different between them. These are all called defined contribution plans. So there's uh, the IRS has two different kinds. There's a defined contribution, defined benefit. The difference between them, I'll start with the defined benefit. Defined benefit, it's pretty complex and it's for companies that want to pay out a certain amount to their employees during their lifetime. And so it's more akin to a pension. But generally, contributions are very high into these. They're, they're usually used only for companies with only a few employees and usually for the benefit of the owner who might be a physician or mm-hmm. an attorney or something like that. So that's where you'll see a defined benefit plan. They're allowed to fund a lot more money into these to get a, a, a defined, a fixed benefit upon that person retiring. Now, defined contribution aren't like pension plans. Uh, they don't pay a monthly check. Defined contribution... Is where you put money in and you, you kind of hope for the best. You know, hope you, you get a, lot, a nice return uh, while you're investing in whatever you're investing. So when you take it out, you have enough to last. It is not a defined benefit. It's just a defined contribution. So you're putting money into these plans. And again, you're investing it uh, given the choices that you have. We're going to talk about that a little bit. And you know, when you take it out, it's generally taxable. And you just hope you did well while you were investing.
2: So, Brian, it occurs to me that all of these have one thing in common. They're used to prepare yourself for retirement. But the big difference between all of these is the type of employer who offers them.
0: Yeah, the, yeah, those particular ones it's the the difference the primary difference is, is the employer type and then in the for profit space and, you know certainly we have other kinds of plans that aren't 401k's there's simples there's seps if you don't have any of those you can just do an IRA mm-hmm. uh, there's the Roth IRA and, and Roth 401k and Roth 403b and Roth 457 you know you can go on and on and we'll talk about that in a moment here but I'd say that starting with the 403b The main difference between them is 401K plans are offered by private for-profit companies, Mm -hmm. whereas 403B plans, on the other hand, are offered by tax-exempt and non-profit organizations.
2: And Brian, our listener wanted to know about TSP's Thrift Savings Plans. And I understand that those are offered to uniform personnel and military. I mean, basically, it's somebody who works for the federal government.
0: Yeah. And so they're going to be a little bit different. Now, one of the differences between them and a 401k plan, you know, I'm always talking about 401k plans and how limited your your choices are for investments. And when I look at TSP, though, they're even more limited. You don't have very much to choose from, I think, primarily lifestyle funds, which are basically a, a blend of the stock market and the bond market. And uh, depending on what year you pick, it'll have more or less of those things in them. And you know, the one advantage of a TSP is that the expense ratio is, is really, really low. Uh, it covers both the investment and administration fees, and it's 0.05 percent, and it's, it's really quite low. So that can be an advantage of a TSP over a 401k plan. But as I mentioned, they're primarily the skeletal setup of these is kind of the same, but you do have a different kind of investment options. It's probably easier to have a TSP because you're going like, to well, I don't really have a lot of choices here. I'll just right. pick what they what they put in front of me and they don't charge much for it. And it is what it is. I hope the bond market did well. And and certainly, if that's all you have to choose from, I'd say pretty much everybody that owns TSP didn't do well last year. Or 401k plan, or 457, or 43B, 2022 was tough on both stock and bond markets. And so depending on your your options, you you may not have had much of a choice. You were going to have a bad year because that's kind of all you had to pick from.
2: 401k, 403b's, 304b's, 457 TSP. I mean, Brian, these can be a little confusing here. I mean, do you really have a choice? It really just depends upon the employer that you work for and is one better than another.
0: Well, I would say that you don't really have a choice. I mean, it depends on, you know, who, again, who you work for. You might work for somebody that doesn't have any of them. Yeah. They don't have a 401k plan. They don't have a simple They don't have a SEP. Too bad, so sad. You're on your own. They don't have anything. And so, uh, the fact that you have something available to you is good. So yeah. I think the bigger decision, because we, you know, I like to break a lot of things in life down to, uh, what do I have control over and what don't I? Mm-hmm. And so you don't have control over your employer offering a plan. Or not. Uh, well, you do. You could not take the job if they don't have a plan. And I would suspect a lot of people don't take a job with an employer that says, Yeah, I don't have a pension plan. I don't care about <laughs> your retirement. Right. And you say, Well, I don't care to work here then. And so you, you go somewhere that has one. So if you're in the for profit world, you go to an employer with a 401k plan. Mm-hmm. And now the things that are within your control is how much do you put in? Do you pick the Roth version or the the after-tax version, you know, which, which one do you pick? Do you get the deduction when you put the money in and pay tax on it all later when you take it out someday? Or do you not take a deduction when you put it in, put it in the Roth side of the equation and have no taxation someday? Or do you do a 50-50 or, a, or some other split between those two? So there is something within your control. Also within your control are the investment options you pick, mm-hmm. but some of that decision-making has been taken away from you because you might look at it and go, wow, I only have 20 different options here. I don't have the stocks. I don't have private non-traded REITs. I don't have annuities. I don't have a lot of things. I've got various lifecycle funds. I've got various Equity indexes, and I have various bond indexes, or cash, or the company stock. Let's say you're at Boeing, and so you know the they call it the VIP fund there. So you have some choices that you want to pick out, but for the most part, a lot of the choices are taken away.
2: We're talking with Brian Evans of Madrona Financial and CPAs. Our subject here in the first part of the program is understanding your employer's retirement plan, the difference between a four hundred one k three hundred four b four hundred three b four five seven TSP and More. As you said, Brian, there are a lot of choices that we as employees need to make, and they can be quite confusing. Do you have any advice for people as to how to make the
0: right choice? Yeah, it was interesting. I was talking at church the other day with my friend, also named Brian, Mm -hmm. and he was asking me about uh, if I agreed with his statement. I I totally did. I didn't even have to look it up. He said, uh, I saw a thing where where somebody that contributed to their 401k plan the first 10 years that they were working and could do it versus somebody that waited 20 years and started putting in, you know, maybe 10 or 20 times as much as that other person had come in that started early who would have more money in the end i said immediately well the person that started first and that's true and i uh, you know we we've talked about something i share with young people i in my spreadsheet the million dollar lattes where mm-hmm. i take two lattes a day tax and tip in Put it in the market. Gets a company match. Start at age twenty five, and by the time you're you're in your early sixties, you'd have over a million dollars because of compounding. So the first thing I would say is, whatever you're, you're thinking, start early, even if it's a little painful because you're not making a lot of money in your twenties or thirties, maybe. But start early. Early is good. Is really good. Oh yeah. Uh, early is your friend. Compounding is your friend. It is hard to make up for that. You know, I'll have somebody come to me and I go, "Well, I put my kids through college. And I haven't really started." applying for my retirement. I'm 55. I'm just going to put 30 grand a year away. And I'm like, huh, you know, okay, that's better than nothing, of course. But that's tough. It's tough to have a proper retirement if you start late. And again, I want to emphasize, if you can start, start now. And that's the best we can do. I don't have a time machine. I can't go back in time and change my decisions in the past. But if you're talking to somebody younger or you are or whatever, think about just doing stuff now, because now is a great time to start putting money away. But time value and and compounding is huge when it comes to these plans, especially as it relates to your Roth contributions.
2: We're talking with Brian Evans here of Madrona Financial and CPAs, and we're talking about defined contribution plans that you would use for retirement. Brian, when one turns 59 and a half, is it always a
0: good idea to think about rolling these over into an IRA? Yeah. I would say so. Now, not all plans allow you to do that. It depends on the plan document. So there's another thing you might say, well, you've been talking about 401k plans, but gee, uh, some of that's inconsistent with what I've been told. And I would agree with you. Some of what I say is going to be inconsistent because I might say, well, at age 59 and a half, you want to roll that out. And you say, well, I went to my plan administrator. They don't allow me to do that. That's possible. Yeah, it's possible that your employer, when they set up their plan, they get to make decisions about different things. Most employers leave that in there where you can, you know, continue to work and move money out of the plan into whether it's a 403B or 457 or 401K or whatever into your own IRA so you have more investment options. But not all of them. Now, I can't think if it is an option for you, I really can't think of a lot of reasons why that's not a good idea unless you just say, well, I just don't know what to do with it or I don't have any good advisors and I don't want to hire Madrona or whatever. Well, then you may just leave it where it's at. But most people I talk to, they're like, yeah, I would like more choices. Yes, I would like to spread out over more asset classes. Yes, I'd like to consider other kinds of investments other than just stocks and bonds with my retirement plan money. So at age 59 and a half, even if you're working somewhere, you can then roll any amount. Let's say you had 500,000 in your 401k and 403b, whatever, and they allow it. You might say, I'm going to move 400 of this into my own IRA and have that uh, invested accordingly in pretty much anything I want to do with it there. So that can be a, a really good thing. I would highly encourage you to do that at 59 and a half.
2: Our program is called Growing Your Wealth. We're talking with Brian Evans of Madrona Financial and CPAs right here in Seattle, and we're talking about defined contribution plans. If you don't understand your defined contribution plans, if you've listened to this and you're going, hey, that is me, that is me, I don't understand these things, there is help out there. All you've got to do to get it is to call 844-MADRONA, that's 844-MADRONA, or you can email us at plan at madronafinancial.com, that's plan at madronafinancial.com. Speaking of plans, you know, we've all seen those trees lying on their side with the shallow roots, and it reminds me of your financial plan and whether or not your financial roots are deep enough. to allow you to survive during the next financial storm. Well, if you're wondering about that, go to madronafinancial.com and click on the Get Started button right there towards the top. When you do that, you'll begin the conversation about how deep your financial plans are rooted. All you got to do is answer a couple of questions about yourself and then you will be able to pick the areas that you're interested in: lifestyle planning, growth planning, protection planning, tax planning, healthcare planning, gift planning and legacy planning. Doesn't cost you anything to do that, no cost, no obligation. It's just a way to begin this conversation so that you can find out whether or not you've got deep enough financial roots that can sustain you in a retirement that could last as much as 30 years. Once again, madronafinancial.com, and click on the Get Started button. Brian, before we get back to our conversation, this is an interesting fact that I found out. Social isolation was associated with about a 50% increased risk of dementia. Although it's hard to measure social isolation and loneliness precisely, there's a strong evidence that many adults age 50 and older are socially isolated or lonely in ways that put their health at risk. And this study found that social isolation significantly increased a person's risk of premature death from all causes, a risk that may rival or even exceed those of smoking, obesity, and physical activity. Social isolation also was associated with about a 50% increased risk of dementia. So that's a very good reason, Brian, I think, for people who do live alone to get out and make some friends. I mean, social isolation can definitely be a killer.
0: Yeah, well, I, I think people listening to the show, you know, it's about using your synapses, I think. Right. Uh, like with exercise, you know, you know, you get out there, you exercise, your body responds uh, positively to that. You also can exercise your brain. So certainly, if you're visiting with people and you're having good conversations, I imagine you're you're exercising your synapses. If you're right. living alone, you're not having those conversations. If you're watching uh, Netflix reruns, your your brain's not really working very fast. So certainly, people listen to this show. Uh, we're pretty fast paced on different ideas. You bet. Uh, there's some exercise going on there, the, the synapses. So uh, maybe maybe our show uh, adds to the longevity <laughs> of our listeners. We should put that in the tagline, huh, Jeff?
2: <laughs> (laughs) I would certainly hope so. So if you or a loved one are socially isolated, we encourage you to get out there and meet some other people. It could mean that you're going to be living a lot longer. Some ways to do that would be to simply, you know, join groups where you have a common interest or a common cause or, you know, just do anything to get yourself out and among the people. And that's our little fun fact for this part of the program. So let's get back to our conversation, Brian, about defined contribution plans and some of the other choices there. They would include doing a raw. IRA.
0: Yeah. As I mentioned, uh, there are certain things in your control. One is how much you put in and, and another one is when do you start? And so we talked about the importance of starting young. So you have compounding on your side. A lot of people, obviously they can't max out when they're just starting out. So uh, I used to put my raises into the 401k plan and, until I, I got that percentage up uh, quite a bit. So if I got a 5% raise and I was putting 5% of my salary in, and I went from 5 to 10, and 10 to 15, and 15 to 20, until I, I was able to max out my contributions. Now, um with the Roth, I think it's extremely important, again, time on your side, compounding makes a big difference. So if you're younger, you're going to be wanting to probably put that money into the Roth option because you you know that the the growth of your investments is going to be tax free someday so the longer you have the more they can grow the more they can grow the more taxes you save and so definitely time is on your side with that if you're in your 60s and working maybe you're at a higher bracket than you're going to be in retirement uh then you'd want to have the maybe the deductible uh, instead of the roth but a lot of my clients are in as high or higher tax bracket, it seems like in retirement than they were during their working years. And so that's another consideration because you have to also consider what tax rates are going to be in your retirement, which we don't know. We don't know the future of tax uh, laws. We know we have a lot of uh, a big uh, national debt and uh, taxes are going to have to remain high to keep, keep, you know, the bills getting paid. And so there, there is some concern with a lot of my clients that tax rates for them are going to go up. So that's another reason to maybe uh, think about the Roth. Now, I wanted to talk about one other option. I've talked about this with uh, with younger people, and, and it's the option of uh, funding a universal life policy. Now, universal life is permanent life insurance, meaning that uh, it's an investment along with life insurance that's meant to stay with you your whole life. Now, what I'm talking about here, though, if you can start funding one of these early, maybe you don't max out your 401k plan at work, and you put some money into this instead, or both. Uh, but you're able to fund this during your your younger years, your working uh, years, and then upon your retirement years, you can start borrowing against your own your, your own cash value in that policy. Essentially, borrowing against your own future death proceeds. And that money can come into your cash flow income tax free. Uh, the longer you have to, to fund this, uh, the more years you have until you're gonna pull it out, the better it is, obviously, with compounding. And so this is going to be a great way. I mean, I I would love to see somebody come in and go, yeah, I, 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 you know, let's pretend they, they heard me 20 years ago. And they took my advice and they came in to their advisor and said, yeah, I, I put my money into the Roth. I put a bunch of money into this universal life policy. And now I'm pulling a bunch of money out every month out of my accounts and I don't pay any income tax on them. Well that's right. And 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 tax rates are really high now and I'm I'm sure glad I did that cuz I have other stuff that is taxable but all my average tax bracket is really low because I listened to that advice about putting my retirement money into the Roth and the U- universal life policy. So that can be some advice that uh we should go back in time and give to everybody. <laughs> and uh so we have uh, we all have are listening can have a bunch of tax-free cash flow in our retirement. But uh, like I said, I don't have a time machine, so uh, we can maybe pick it up from here. But I have used this this uh, strategy when advising. Uh, people in retirement age that want to gift to the younger generation, maybe their kids or grandkids, uh, they want to gift money and and they can set up a universal life policy for them.
2: That's Brian Evans of Adrona Financial and CPAs and our program is called Growing Your Wealth. Glad you could join us today and we want to remind you that of course we do have this great book, Seven Steps to a Successful Retirement. If you'd like to get a hold of a copy for yourself, you can do it right now as you're listening to the radio program. Simply text RADIO to 833 673-7373. That's radio to eight three three six seven three seventy three seventy three. 673 When you do that, you'll be able to download Seven Steps to a Successful Retirement. Now if you want a hard copy, that's not a now if you want a hard copy, we're glad to send one of those out to you as well, too. Simply text again to the number, simply text again to 833 673 and say, send me my hard copy of Seven Steps to a Successful Retirement. Be sure to include your name, address, and any other pertinent information, we'll get that out to you. And by the way, if you've got a question for us here in the radio program, or maybe you want to suggest a topic like we had suggested to us today, you can also do that at our text 833-673-7373.
1: Want more strategies that can help support the quality of life you want for 30 plus years? Well, stick around. We'll be right back with more Growing Your Wealth.
0: If you could go back in time and give yourself advice, what would it be? The benefit of experience can be powerful. How might insight from your future self be helpful today and tomorrow? You're at a pivotal point where sound advice and action could make a big difference. If you're unsure about how your investments will carry you through retirement, call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA. You'll receive a no-obligation retirement readiness review, including a review of your current plan, a tax analysis, fee structure analysis, and estate plan review. You'll be guided by a team of fiduciaries whose only goal is to serve you and your best interest. Taking no action or the wrong action could cost you thousands. Make a difference in your future today and call Madrona Financial Services for a no-obligation review at 844-MADRONA. That's 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. Or visit us online at madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com.
2: Would you be upset if you discovered your financial professional couldn't tell you everything you'd like to have known when making financial decisions? It happens more often than you might expect. The license your financial professional holds can affect the information you're given. Many have the licenses needed to talk about investments, but very few are CPAs and can provide you with tax advice. Without being able to talk about the tax consequences, it can become difficult to see the full weight of a financial decision. That's why it's so important to find a team of CPAs and advisors that work together to give you comprehensive advice. That's why the CPAs and advisors at Madrona Financial are making a significant difference among those who want comprehensive financial planning. If the financial advice you need involves taxes, consider working with the CPAs and advisors at Madrona Financial and see what you're missing. Go to madronafinancial.com and get started for free today. That's madronafinancial.com. And now, here's Growing Your Wealth, presented by Madrona Financial Services. Here's Brian Evans.
0: I've had a lot of comments from people that hear my bits on the radio, and they really appreciate the educational part of this, and they're wondering, well, what's in it for you, Brian? And I do have to stop myself sometimes and, and say, yeah, well, there's more to this. We are an investment advisory firm and CPA firm. Our investment advisory firm can actually put you into the investments I talk about on here, whether it's a stock market, exchange-traded fund Funds, fixed annuities, fixed index annuities, universal life, restructured notes, buffered ETS, private non-traded equity or debt REITs, opportunity zone investments, Delaware statutory trust, private equity, interval funds, all of these things that I talk about on this show, including all the annuities out there, the fixed index annuities for accumulation or for lifetime cash flow or fixed annuities or any of this stuff we offer as a firm. And so when we're putting together Investment plans for people. We're looking at all the different tools in the toolbox, not just a couple of them. Now, a lot of advisors, they might be a, kind of a one trick pony and just sell annuities. Uh, another advisor, just the stock market. Another might have both. But we're really focusing on all the different tools and then throw in that we also have a CPA firm so we can do the tax planning, uh, estate planning, legacy, gifting planning, all of that stuff in concert with developing a plan to invest your assets and all the different areas that could work for you. So when I talk about these topics, it is something we can help you with if you're interested in learning more.
2: Even the mightiest of trees can be blown over if they don't have strong enough roots. The same is true with your investment plan. Can your plan withstand a financial storm? Go to madronafinancial.com and click on the get started button to request your rooted wealth analysis. You can also click on the chat button and ask us anything. We have a searchable library with answers to your questions. Visit madronafinancial.com.
1: You ever worry if your CPA and financial advisor are on the same page? You won't have to if you call Madrona Financial and CPAs at 844-MADRONA or go to madronafinancial.com. Now back to more growing your wealth. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial and CPAs.
0: And in this segment, we're going to be talking about doing a deep dive on the purpose of money.
2: And Brian, the purpose of money, that is an interesting conversation. You know, people would say, well, what is the purpose of money? Well, it's what I can buy with it. Yeah, that's certainly very important. But money also needs to have a purpose. It needs to have a purpose for what it is intended to do. So let's start off that way, Brian. What are some of the choices that we give our money in terms of what it can do for us?
0: Yeah, I wanted to talk about this and bring up some client real-life examples, too, because sometimes people, I think, will hear on the radio, well, what are your financial goals? And Mm -hmm. and they're like, "Well, I don't even know what that means. And and sometimes I, I struggle with that. You know, what are your financial goals? Well, I'd like to be rich without any risk and getting richer and and having (laughs) cash flow and liquidity and have it be all tax free or whatever. We've talked about this on the show before that there are different things that uh, wealth can do and investments can do. Sometimes they do things well and sometimes they don't do them well and so we use a mix but you know one of the things that happened this last week i was talking with a, a farmer and he mm-hmm. was thinking about selling most of his farm and i just asked him well what's your objective what do you want and he was like, "Huh, you know, I'm struggling with that." And he literally, he told me he has listened to all 300. He listened oh to over gosh. 350 of our podcasts. <laughs> Thank, you, Thank you, sir. Thank uh, you, sir. Poor fella. You know, I, I hope you didn't do it all in in two weeks. No, or something. I love it. But he said he, you know, he has time on the tractor, so mm-hmm. he just listens to that stuff. And so we were talking and and everything had some, you know, he, he did want to leave legacy assets. So he wanted to have his stuff grow. And I said, well, is that your primary? Would you take tripling of your assets before you pass so you have more money to leave to your heirs? And we sacrifice, you know, cash flow for you and security and so forth. He's like, hmm. No, I don't want it that bad. Uh, they're going to have plenty. I'm like, okay, we're going to use growth and we're going to take growth. And we're going to kind of put it to the side here, put a pin in that one. And we talked about the cash flow. Well, that was very important to a point. There was a point, he says, I, you know, I'd really like to have X, and, and if I could have another hundred grand over X or whatever it was, that'd be great. I'm like, okay. So I, I'm going to try and solve for cash flow to a point. What about tax savings? You have a huge potential tax on this farm. He's like, yeah, that's the big one. I do not want to have to pay tax on this. Okay. We just had one float to the top. Remember, it's about growth, cash flow, security, tax savings, and liquidity. Those are the five things investments, you know, attributes investments can have. And so, as we're talking through this, tax savings floated right to the top. So, okay, now we're starting to solve for this. And we talked about security. You know, he said, I didn't get to where I'm at by not taking risks. And so, okay, yeah, you're a farmer, you're risking every single year. One year you have a drought and next year it rains and never stops for a hundred days. Now you got root rot, you know? Yeah. So you got, <laughs> you're always taking a gamble. So he said, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with risk. And I'm like, okay, that one's near the bottom. How about liquidity? Is I've never been liquid. I have a farm. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. So that was down low too. So now we're starting to order it for this person. And I thought that was just an interesting conversation to have where we went through all the different attributes of what was the purpose of your assets? You know, what do you want them to do? And And in the end, we decided to do a Delaware statutory trust from the sale of the farm so that he could save on the taxes. What that would do, it also solved his cash flow issue because he was going to get enough cash flow well above what he needed to live on. There is still some growth potential within that asset because it's in real estate that can go up in value. So he was satisfied with that. It's illiquid. And it's not secure because it's real estate. Real estate can go down in value. So it it was precisely in line with the ordering that he presented to me. So that was the conclusion out of the 20 different things I could put somebody in. You know, whether it's cash or mutual funds or exchange traded funds or bonds, uh, different equities, fixed annuities, fixed index annuities, universal life, long term care, opportunity zones, uh, structured notes, buffered ETFs interval funds, private equity, DSTs. Out of all those different things we could put somebody's money into, that's you where know, we land on DST because it was mm-hmm. right for this situation and that client. So I just thought that was interesting to walk that client through the different attributes of investments to land on the right answer.
2: So the purpose of money in this case, either growth or cash flow liquidity safety or tax savings that's a pretty tall list there brian if you ever had anybody come in and say i want an investment that has all of those attributes in it
0: oh yeah i've shared that example on the show before <laughs> i probably shouldn't pick on this guy it's all a good fun though because he was like yeah i want 20 plus percent a year i'm like "Ooh, that's a tall order and I, I don't want to take a lot of risk. I don't like to take risks. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, we're, I'm done. I'm already out, but go on. And I need some cash flow off it. Ooh, he wants a cash flow too. And, and, uh, he wanted it to have, have access to it too. So it could be liquid. I'm like, oh, wow. And I just said, do you want to be tax free also? Yeah. Can you do that? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I cannot. Nobody do that. can do that. Nobody can do that. And if they say they can, they're lying to you. You can do that with a mix. I can have half of your money. Money allocated to growth investments, I could have half of it allocated to secure investments, and and maybe two thirds for cash flow, and and one third to liquidity, and whatever that mix is, I can do all of those things with the different tools. I just I named off all the different investment categories a minute ago. By mixing and matching those, I can accomplish some of that. Some of each of those objectives. And so as, as I'm talking here, when I'm meeting with someone or my advisors are, we're getting a sense for how important is that? So maybe if, again, if tax savings was really important, we want, okay, 90% of that stuff in that bucket or, or if growth isn't very important, maybe 20% or 30 or 40. And so we can use that discussion for that client to figure out what mix is right.
2: And that's where sitting down with a client and finding out what's important to them really is necessary. And uh, as you said, you know, there's there's no plan that fits everybody. Everybody is an individual growth, liquidity, cash flow, safety and tax savings. Brian, you said there is not one investment that includes all of those. Are there any investments that may include
0: two out of five? Well, almost every uh, investment category does at least two of those. But the big point here is we don't start the conversation with someone with product product's the last thing. right? So in my example, we were talking about the process. So we, we take you through the process. We go through the seven steps of a successful retirement. We get to know you. We get to know what makes you tick, what your goals are, what you want, what's important, what isn't, and to what degree that is the case. All of this occurs through our processes. When we have a new client and we're onboarding them, we, we go through this. We take the time to get to know all this stuff. So in the end, the product is the easy part. Part. Mm-hmm. product selection once we know all that well gee i i can easily put that together that is not the hard part what i understand a lot of advisors lead with product because they're trying to make a sale right well we're trying to make a relationship you know forge a hopefully a lifelong financial planning relationship where we're always there to help with all aspects of it and the product is just the byproduct the actual investments are just a byproduct of the work we put in with you up front
2: And I really want to verbally underscore that, Brian, for our listeners hearing this once again. When you have a conversation with Madrona Financial, the advisors there, product is not the first thing that they talk about. We need to get to know you as an individual, what your wants are, what your needs are, what your hopes are, what your visions are. Once we have decided that, then we go into what the product is. And if anybody leads with products, you know that they're just trying to sell you something. Again, we're talking to you with the heart of a teacher and not the heart of a salesman. We're talking with Brian Evans of Madrona Financial and CPAs. We're talking about the purpose of money. We've discussed growth, cash flow, liquidity, safety, tax savings. And Brian, you told the story of the farmer there. I understand that you recently had a conversation with a property manager as well.
0: Yeah. And the point of this story is that our own purposes, what's important to us can change. Our priorities can change and should change over time. And so in this case, I was talking to a property manager on behalf of one of my clients, and he had bought. Rental houses, mm-hmm. uh, his whole life, and he had a, a whole slew of them at one point. And he wanted to make sure he didn't, you know, waste money. He didn't fix things that didn't need to be fixed, and and uh, wanted to keep his cash flow good. So it was really about uh, growth, leverage, cash flow during his 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. But now that he's in his 80s. You know, I called this property manager. I said, "We got to start selling some houses here." Yeah, and I said, "Every time somebody gives notice, we want to put that up for sale." He says, "Well, I have one that's empty, but I don't think that the owner is going to be too excited about fixing the foundation." Uh, maybe we can get you know, just sell it with a bad foundation, we won't get it very much. I'm like, well, I don't want to have him sell a house without a good foundation. Well, yeah, how much is it? It's 25,000. He was oh. he was mortified to call my client to tell him that. I was Brilliant. like, okay. Well, I've had many talks with my client, and we're at a different place in life. This is not the same conversation you were going to have 20 years ago with him. Now he's he just needs to simplify things. He needs to get this stuff off his plate. He's got plenty of growth over the years. He had plenty of cash flow. The rental served their purpose. Now we need to start selling them. There was a step up in basis involved here. He lost his wife. So even when he sold them, there wouldn't be any tax. But I said, we're going to spend the money to get these things fixed up. We're going to sell them every time a tenant moves out. And uh, I didn't have to do DSTs in this case because, again, he had the step up in basis right, when right. his spouse passed away. And so, uh, this poor property manager, he was, again, he was more, he's so used to being shut down, yeah. you know, when, when he's like, well, oh, you got to spend some money. And, uh, you know, all of his clients like, I don't want to spend money on a rental, you know? So, uh, I said, uh, look, my client's priority has changed. So it's going to be okay. I will call my client and tell him what we're going to do with this rental. And, uh, we're going to fix the house. We're going to sell it. We're going to start simplifying his life and get these out of his portfolio because they've already served their full purpose during his lifetime. So most of his lifetime anyway. And so there was another interesting conversation about the purpose of money mm-hmm. and the changing uh, priority of money and, and what's important to you as you uh, go through the different uh, cycles of life.
2: And it occurs to me,
0: Brian, you know,
2: before I met you, I'd known other financial advisors and it seems that no one did it this way. Nobody did it the way that you're doing it, finding out what the wants, the, the, the needs are, doing an interview. With someone to find the right product, everybody everybody seemed to just lead with a product. Do you find that it's very unusual at Madrona Financial that you do it this way?
0: Yeah, it kind of is, because I'm, I'm looking at my examples. I've, I've got another one, and, and they were all had to do with real estate, and I've right. got three different answers. The first person was a Delaware statutory trust. The second one, we're gonna take the, you know, cause of the step up in basis, and we understand the taxation piece of this. We're actually gonna put a lot of that into fixed annuities and have him actually increase his cash flow. I think he was making 2% of the fair market value on his rentals. We're gonna right. get him, you know, close to 5% without any risk, super, super simplified. Another client I talked to, uh, he he had he's a landlord, and he says, you know, I don't mind being a landlord, but you know, every time it's windy and it rains, I get a call, and I know what that means. I yeah. got to go fix a leaky roof, right? And uh, you know, I'm 80, and I, I just don't really want to do it anymore. But I'm not that concerned about paying tax on it. Uh, i I'm, I'm just concerned about my cash flow. And it, I, I, did an analysis. And I, it turns out that, you know, we could have him sell the building, pay the tax, and with what's left over, invest in, in certain private non-traded equity and debt rates and other things, where his cash flow was actually going to go up. And he didn't care about. The tax piece. So here's one where he's selling it to pay the tax. Another one's selling it doesn't pay taxes. A step up, and the third one sells it <laughs> doesn't pay taxes. A Delaware statutory trust. So we have completely different product solutions for very similar situations. Uh, highly appreciated real estate. I want to sell. So that I guess that, I didn't even think about that as I was talking about this example. Right. But to your question, uh, yeah, I think that is very unusual where we don't go in there knowing what we want to right. propose until we've heard everything and understand the situation, we might have a completely different answers over and over and over with very similar circumstances.
2: And among the many differences between Madrona Financial and a lot of other advisors, not to mention, of course, the CPA advantage, I mean, the number of products that you have in the toolbox, your ability to talk about different solutions that people may have is really, really quite unparalleled. So if you've listened to Brian's stories and you could relate to them and you said, hey, that's me. That's me. Or I know someone who's in that situation. Get in touch with Madrona Financial and see if they can make that situation better. And I want to take this opportunity, if you're listening to the program right now, to simply log on to MadronaFinancial.com to get your rooted wealth analysis. What is that? Well, it's a very simple quiz that you'll take. First of all, when you log on to MadronaFinancial.com, click on the Get Started button. You'll enter some basic information. That'll then take you to another page in which you will answer some questions about what you want to address in your analysis. They include lifestyle planning, growth planning, protection planning, tax planning, healthcare planning, gift planning, legacy planning, real estate planning, including Delaware's statutory trust or succession planning. Once again, there's no cost. There is no obligation for this. We call it the rooted wealth analysis because we want your roots to be deep enough so that when the next financial storm hits, we're in one right now, that your financial plan will not blow over. How do you get this? Again, no cost, no obligation. Go to MadronaFinancial.com and click on the Get Started button. That's MadronaFinancial.com. Click on the Get Started button. Brian, we're going to get back to the program here in a minute, but another fascinating fact that I found out is, did you know, Brian, that our heartbeat syncs to the music that we're listening to? We've all experienced the uplifting and mood-altering effect that music can have on us. However, its influence doesn't stop there. According to, again, another study, a good tune can speak to the heart quite literally. It was found that the heartbeat synchronizes with the musical beat. That is fascinating. As a matter of fact, researchers have found that selections with crescendos led to an increase in blood pressure heart rate and respiration on the other hand the flip side these measurements came down during decrescendos they're calling it and silent periods it would occur to me that if you want to calm down you'd probably listen to something like Sandy in the clowns but if you want to speed up a little bit you know you want to get things rolling you listen to the neck i always call it my 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 madrona i mean something that's oh. very very fast-paced like that do you listen to music brian when you're exercising
0: uh yeah I do, actually, and uh like to have music on. I, I can't listen to music at work though. I I tried that uh, hard, yeah. on, you know, I had my little Walkman or whatever. Sure. And uh other people were listening to music and I'm, okay, I'm gonna listen to music and I was Wow. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> it's tough. I cannot split my brain. I'm so laser focused on one thing. As so I was either laser focused on that song or what yeah. I'm working on. I said, like, well, I'm at work. Maybe I should laser focus on my work. So uh, I got rid of that Walkman. I wish I had it now. It'd be kind of fun oh, yeah. to, to take a look at that thing. But, Show it to kids. Uh, yeah. No, I, I can't. Uh, definitely you can do it when I'm exercising, but not when I'm working.
2: Well, remember when you used to go into office buildings, dentist's office and stuff, when you and I were an kid, they had something called Muzak in there, which was basically like audio wallpaper. You, you could hardly keep yourself awake listening to that stuff.
0: Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, <laughs> but now I'm on AM uh, radio primarily, or, yeah. or talk radio, and uh, yeah. I guess I have a little, little lively music in between, I hope. But, oh yeah, uh, we do. Yeah.
2: But talk radio does stimulate the brain, and particularly this particular show. So if you're looking to maybe calm yourself down a little bit, get your heart rate down, listen to some Slow music, if you want to go the other way, get yourself woken up, put on some fast music. That's the reason why athletes so many times when they're working out or they have their pregame ritual, if you go to the ballpark during batting practice or, you know, infield practice or whatever, there is a lot of times some very quick music going on there. So that's our fascinating factor, at least another one for this week. Let's get back to our discussion, Brian, about the purpose of money here on Growing Your Wealth. Brian, I know that you have a lot of meetings every week, and during the week, this week, towards the end of the week, you had a situation where a person came in and asked you a very pointed question, why do I have to pay so much in tax?
0: Yeah, so I looked at their their stuff, and, and I, I was managing only some of their assets. And uh, she said, yeah, we have three advisors. Uh, and I'm not very happy with the, uh, the other two right now. Sweet. Well, actually, she said she wasn't happy with one, and, and the third one was complicated. And I said, okay, well, this would be interesting. I said, well, uh, she said, yeah, the one I'm not happy with is we, we invest our money with them. It didn't do anything. And then we got this huge tax bill. Hmm. And uh, then, then the second year we had... Their, their money, and the amount uh, went way down. We lost a lot of money. And I can't figure out why we owe all this tax. We owed, uh, it was like $25,000, wow. some crazy number, yeah. in tax, in something, and something, and, and our investment didn't even go up. In fact, it went down. And I said, well... <laughs> um, let me explain the difference between an exchange-traded fund, which is what I use, and a mutual fund, which is what your broker-dealer used. Uh, and, and so what I explained was when you invest in the stock market and you invest in a mutual fund, that fund, the underlying value of the stocks in them in that fund may have been going up, 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 up over the years. Nobody pays tax on them until... They're sold. Mm-hmm. So let's say that, uh, you bought the, f- the fund was a thousand and it grew to just for round numbers to five thousand and you sold it. Um, nobody has paid tax on the inside gains of the stocks in that fund. So if you're the buyer of that fund for five thousand and then right after that, the mutual fund company decided to unload their shares. They're going to send the 1099 for the capital gains to you. Mm. You're the owner of record. These gains may have been going on way before you bought into it. Doesn't matter. You're the owner of record. So you get tagged with someone else's gains. Mm. (laughs) Well, that's not very fair. No. Well, I must get a refund then when I sell that that thing because I get it back, right? I'm like, no. You'll have a loss, but you cannot just take a loss and get a refund off your taxes. It's a capital loss. Right? Capital losses are limited to 3,000 bucks a year over and above uh, offsetting capital gains. So not only did you get tagged with someone else's tax, you didn't get made whole when you sell it. Hmm. I said, that's why I use exchange-traded funds. They don't do that. And so that's why it's important that uh, your investment advisor also understand income tax and how it works, because you were in a bad situation here. Uh And so that was part A of it. She was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I definitely want to move that to you. And I said, well, you mentioned the other account. Um, What do you want to do with that? She goes, like, oh, that one's more complicated. I, I don't know if we can move that. And I said, well... You know, it's your decision, but, uh, invariably when somebody becomes a new client of ours, they're no longer a client of someone else, <laughs> pretty much. Right, right. Uh, and so they're often moving it from another advisor. And what I've learned is other advisors, when they're losing, losing an account, they get really Not happy. Yeah.
2: (laughs) It's like when you call and you want to cancel your cable bill. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, Uh, how can you do this? We have a promotion here. We can get it for $1.99 a month. You want to get on that one? Yeah. So it's like, and then you still want to cancel. Wait a minute, wait. We'll pay you to take the cable. I know what you mean. But it occurs to me, you know, when you were telling that story, she had three financial advisors. I mean, more is not better when it comes to financial advisors, is it?
0: no it is not uh in this case cuz i i pointed that out to her i said you know they don't know what i'm putting you into they don't, and you don't have a a plan you you have three different product analysis, but you don't really have the plan, although we we put together a plan for her mm-hmm. uh, integrating these other things, but she ran into some problems and 2022 was very rough on her uh, in those other accounts because there wasn't any balance with the annuities and the real estate and other things that we were using. And so the parts of her plan that were working were the stuff that were with us. And then, uh, you know, full more than half of her assets were not working the way she wanted to. Because it was a disjointed plan because there were three advisors. So I said, in this case, um, you know, you you trust us and uh, I I think you're going to be way better off with one advisor who's working with all of your diff, all the moving parts of your portfolio who's putting together right. So in this case, she thought it would be good to diversify advisors, but no, as I pointed out to her, I mean, I've seen people do that. Yeah, I've got, you know, five advisors. They're all in the market. Uh, they all kind of did the same last year, didn't they? Oh, well, yeah. They all lost 20%. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cause they're all buying the same thing. What exactly. difference does it make? You got five different people buying a fifth of the same thing. It's the same. So, uh, go with the advisor that you think has, uh, the answers that has the right mix of gross security, liquidity, cash flow, and tax savings that has the, the 20 investment categories I named off earlier in the show that has all this stuff gets to know you, has a plan put together for you uh let's the the product be last in this scenario uh to solve the issues that you have and and so uh, she's going to be, uh, consolidating with us because we proved that, you know, we did all those things and they didn't. And so, uh, although she said she's going to have trouble calling the one, I said, just, just tell them that you're consolidating your assets no. with an advisor who is also a CPA. I don't know what they can, what kind of pushback they, <laughs> they could have from that. No. She's, oh that's, that's actually pretty good. I think I'm going to use that one because, yeah. you know, she didn't, didn't want to disappoint the guy. And I, I know another thing I always promise people is if you're, if, uh, financial advisors losing a client, they're probably not going to starve. They're not going to run out of, oh, gee, I can't feed my family because I lost yeah. an account. Right. Uh, financial advisors generally do just fine financially. They'll they'll make you feel bad for a day, but <laughs> they'll get over it. So I always remind people of that.
2: Yeah, they will get over it. You're listening to Brian Evans of Madrona Financial and CPAs. Her program is called Growing Your Wealth. Just a few more minutes left in the show here. Brian, hot button with a lot of people are taxes and taxes. Savings, and I know that tax savings is one of the purposes of money. Is tax savings something that you try
0: to incorporate into every investment or are there times when it's good to just pay the tax? Oh, well, that is incorporating it into it. That's the analysis. You know, sometimes you have to pay the tax or sometimes you want to pay the tax at a lower rate. Or sometimes you just don't you want to do whatever, you're, you know, the advice might be to save taxes. Whatever the case may be, that is part of the analysis. So often, you know, we'll do an analysis. It doesn't mean we're going to do any changes. I might look at your portfolio and say, you know, I've, I've had people come to me all the time and say, do you want to manage this? And say, oh, do you want some changes? Or, no, I like just the way it is. And I'll look at it and go, it's fine. You don't need to pay me to tell you it's fine. And just keep doing what you're doing. You're good at this. You know, so it's uh, the, the fact that we looked at it, though, is the important part. The fact that we analyze the tax situation, there may not be anything to do. That you're fine. You're in a low bracket. You're, you, there's no problems here. Uh, we don't want to solve a problem that doesn't exist.
2: And a tax plan is really the uh, fourth step. I don't know if they're in order, but uh, it's one of the seven steps to a successful retirement that you'll find and read about in our book, The Seven Steps to a Successful Retirement. So if you're listening to this and you say, you know, I could really use a tax plan, but you also may be interested in a lifestyle plan, growth plan, a protection plan, healthcare care plan, gift plan, and a legacy plan. In other words, you want to deepen your financial roots. I highly encourage you to get a hold of our book, Seven Steps to a Successful Retirement. How can you do that? Simply text radio. You can do it right now. Radio to eight three three six seven three seventy three seventy three. 673 7373 That's radio to eight three three six seven three seventy three seventy three. 673 7373 If you'd like us to send out a hard copy, we can do that for you. Simply include that in your text, eight three three six seven three seventy three seventy three. 673 7373 Give us your name and your address. And while you're there, let us know what you think of our radio program. Maybe you've got a topic you'd like us to talk about or you've got a question. eight three three six seven three 7373, or go out to our website and visit us online at madronafinancial.com. Brian, we're out of time for this week. I want to thank you for your time, but most of all, I want to thank our fine listeners who have joined us here in the greater Puget Sound area. For Brian Evans, I'm Jeff Shade. Get out, have a great weekend. We'll talk again next week with another edition of Growing Your Wealth.
1: No statements made during the Growing Your Wealth show should constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on your individual information. Brian Evans and Madrona Financial Services is licensed to offer investment advisory services through Madrona Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through Madrona Insurance Services, LLC, a licensed insurance agency and an affiliate of Madrona Financial Services. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investors cannot invest directly into indexes. No investment strategy, including asset allocation and diversification, guarantees a profit or guarantees the avoidance of loss. Financial planning is an important tool that does not guarantee specific outcomes.